this week. So just be prepared for that. Just uh, know what you need to do to be hot all week. And uh, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that might go into next week as well. Good morning and welcome to Monday. Trey Ware, 550 KTS, KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. There's Elaine, there's Jimmy, and there's Don. I'm starting with some very, very sad news this morning for me personally and for a lot of people in our area. Um, a very good friend of mine is Bruce Colley. Bruce is a former football player. He played over at Lee. That's how I got to know him. We played against each other over there. And Bruce went on and played in the NFL. He was the best protector that Joe Montana ever had at the San Francisco 49ers and went to, well, Bruce was with Joe and they won two Super Bowls together. They have a beautiful family. Uh, I, I Just <laughs> the most respectful kids, and they got a bunch of them, that I have ever met. Every time we'd go have pizza at Brewster's up in Wimberley, it was just an incredible experience because all the kids worked there, and they were just so respectful bringing your pizza or getting your soft drink or whatever it was that you needed. One of their daughters, Devin, fell in love with aviation at a very young age. And just like Bruce, she wanted to fly airplanes, and she did. And she took to it duck to water, man. She was absolutely amazing. And blew everybody away anytime she was around an aircraft. I knew a young man like that at one time in my life, too. She had a, a natural ability for it and uh, worked really, really, really hard. In fact, up until Saturday, she was working to get her commercial license so she could fly the heavies and take people around the world and do what she loved best, and that was treating people to the excitement and the fun that is aviation. She did a lot at the Warbird Museum, and uh, she and her husband ran the flight training school in New Braunfels. It shut down earlier this year. But she flew the T-6 Texans and loved that bird out of, uh, out of, out of Stinson. And this time every year, in fact, they, they, she and her husband got married a little bit before the Oshkosh uh, get-together, the fly-in, the EAA fly-in that they have every year. Been there. It's, it's a ton of fun. They got married right in front of that so that they could celebrate at Oshkosh every year, and they had just celebrated their anniversary. Devin was uh, the pilot in command of the T-6 Texan that was over Lake Winnebago on Saturday morning that suffered some sort of malfunction that crashed into Lake Winnebago. Uh, Devin Riley was 30. Young man on board was in his 20s, and uh, the... Uh, there's no indication yet as to what the malfunction was and, and, and what the problem was. Um, but I would just ask, I've been texting Bruce over the weekend, and uh, he's an inc what an incredible family. They're a God-fearing family. They love Jesus. And uh, we spent a lot of time talking over the weekend, and uh, he's hurting. Uh, his first words to me were, Trey, you understand this pain, and yes, I do. And there are no words, and there's no answers. But um, Devin was a believer in Jesus. And those of us who believe, we know where she is and whom she's with at this moment. So God bless the Colley family. That's Bruce and Holly and all of their children and their extended family as well. And all of his multitudes of fans around the world, people loved, loved, loved. Bruce Colley and his ability on and off the field, but uh, 
his real his re, his reality and who he was was as a daddy everyone everyone knew father of the year year in and year out goes to Bruce Colley and Holly we love you too and uh, we're thinking about we're thinking about you guys well, we wake up to some pretty interesting news. In fact, we got a bunch of interesting news to get into today. Uh, Chinese hackers have installed malware on U.S. military networks and home systems as well. What does this mean? This means that our water supply across the country is now threatened because this malware could kick into effect at any time and could take down the water supply here in the United States. Imagine. Imagine being without water. Imagine being told that you, you, you turn on the tap and nothing comes out. Imagine being told by Saws or whoever your water company is, sorry, it doesn't work. The plant is shut down. Imagine that. Because, see, it's these things that we take for granted, right, that we always just say it's always going to be there. You're going to go to the tap this morning to make your coffee, and it's going to come out, and you just expect that that's going to happen. Before you get there, you've got some other duties to tend to, and you're going to flush, and you're going to expect that it's just going to flush, and it's going to be all right. And you're going to brush your teeth. You're going to take a shower, wash your face, do all those things that require water, and you don't even think about it now, do you? It's not something you think about. It's just there. But what would it be like if you turned it on and it wasn't there and nothing came out? Well, now we're being told by our government that the Chinese could do that. They have that capability of turning off your water. The same for your power. It's really stinking hot. Really hot. People can die without AC right now. People will die without AC. If the power is turned off by these Chinese hackers... You have no recourse. There's nothing you can do. Even even if you have one of those generators, which I certainly support, but eventually you're going to run out of fuel for the generator if there's no power. You have to have fuel to run the generator. You either have to have natural gas, and if the power is cut off, the natural gas cannot be delivered to your home because the power company has to deliver it. Or if you need gasoline or diesel, well, you go around the corner and they can't, they may have 500 gallons. They may be sitting on top of 500 gallons, but they can't get to it because it takes an electric pump to pump it out of the ground, right? That thing that you hold in your hand that you stick the nozzle in your car, that runs off electricity. There's no kinetics to that. And the most dangerous one that they announced this morning that, we have malware is our defense systems so i've been telling you i've been screaming about this and you know this administration is just the the biggest pos that i've ever dealt with that i've ever observed they are the biggest pos sorry jimmy you looked up at me (laughs) you agree though you agree And, and 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 i would say it on the air but you know i would get fired But that's what they are. They're a big POS. And you know why? 
because I've been talking about all these Chinese young men that have been lined up coming in this country now for the past two years, and I mean a stream of them, and I've been saying they are of military age. And now we find out that this malware that the Chinese have installed, they've installed in our defense systems too. So how easy would it be to tell all the Chinese men that China has been sending in here because Joe opened the border because, as I told you last week, Joe's getting paid for an open border. You, you know that. You know he's making money off of it. You know he is, as well as I do. He's getting a cut. Joe don't do squat. He doesn't fart without getting paid. So he's getting a cut. And I just find it very interesting. This is a week that he has decided to go to the beach. Do you have the beach cam, Jimmy? Do you have the beach cam? I'd sent that to you where we could uh, t- tune into the beach and listen. Do you want to hear the sounds? I do. That's my beach cam. We're going to be checking in on the beach cam. I'm going to tell you something. Joe... Looks like weekend at Bernie's. He is sitting in a chair, not moving. And I I haven't seen him move. I, I've been looking at the beach cam and he's he's they say he's gonna be there all week. He's sitting in a chair, Jill is laying next to him. I haven't seen him move. I seriously have not seen him move. Seriously weekend at Bernie's. But I think it's I think it's a little strange. That this week, we know all this that we know now about the Chinese hackers. That they could act, activate this stuff anytime. That they have young military-age men here. That they have malware installed in our power, our water, and our defense systems. And this is the week Joe's sitting at the beach. 390 days. 390 days. Of his term in office, he has spent at the beach. Here's the beach camp. He's just sitting there like weekend at Bernie's. Got a cap on. Got sunk. Got his aviators on. He's not even moving. I mean, you would think every once in a while you'd get up and walk over the water or something. He's not moving up. Okay. All right, Jimmy, just keep that, uh, keep the, the cam ready because at any time I may ask you to pot the cam up and we'll check the beach cam, the Joe, the Joe Whale cam. And and if you, by the way, Jimmy, if you see him move, will you let me know and we'll pot it up? Well, that's going to be dead air because he ain't moving. Well, that's right. He hadn't moved yet. But if you see him move, it would that would be a Fox News alert. We'll have to call New York and let them know that Joe moved. It really is. It really is weekend at Bernie's. He's still breathing, <laughs> sir. Okay, good. Good, okay. good. Thanks. Weekend in Bernie's is where they put him in the car and drove him around, wasn't it? Yeah, the dude was dead. Yeah, he was he was gone. But they drove him around with sunglasses and stuff on. They, he was in the backseat of the car. That was Weekend at Bernie's, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Blake Edwards, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what we need. We need to keep we need to keep keep an eye on the cam. If he moves, let me know. All right. That's that's your official duty for this week. I'm on it, coach. Thank you. Appreciate that. Still hasn't moved. Still hasn't moved. Okay. All right, if you see him move, let me know. Well, all right, we're going to talk Devin Archer and this week because a lot of stuff happened uh, this weekend about Devin Archer. we got a lot to do. Good morning. Trey Ware, KTSA. This could be...
tonight. It's a 520 Trey Ware KTSA. It's Monday, and it's the end of July. Oh, man, are you ready for August? And, I mean, it's going to be perfect August weather. <laughs> it's going to be hot, baby. But, you know, it's August, right? It's South Texas August. Anyway, um, you've been hearing a lot about Devin Archer. Devin Archer, in case you're, you haven't been following a bouncing ball, Devin Archer is a business accomplice and really good friends to Hunter Biden, right? And Devin Archer was right in the middle of all of Hunter's business dealings. And Devin Archer knows where the bodies are buried. Devin Archer knows where the money was made. Devin Archer's been all over that. And Devin Archer is facing a prison sentence for some other stuff that went on. And he lost his appeal. So he's been facing jail time, right? Okay. Got interesting over the weekend. So Devin Archer scheduled. Now, I, I, listen, I'm going to say, I'm going to continue to say scheduled until I look up here and I see him testifying. Because three times, three times he was scheduled to testify in front of Comer's committee and he backed out at the last minute. Three times. So he could make it numero cuatro today. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, um, a lot of people like like here's the here's the Fox headline: Hunter Biden's ex-business partner set to deliver explosive testimony against the first family. Do not. That's it, Fox News. Do not. Do not get your hopes all fired up. Okay. He is. He is a Biden. <laughs> Devin Archer is a Biden. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah, he's as much a Biden as, as Hunter is. They're, man, they're brothers. They, they may not be blood brothers, but they're brothers. Okay, you're getting a picture now for this guy. Okay, don't trust him as far as you can see him. All right? Do not trust this dude. Don't trust him, number one, to be there. But number two, don't, tr don't trust him that he's, gonna, that he's got the dirt on Hunter and he's got the dirt on Joe. Don't, don't trust all that stuff. Just sit back and cross your arms and enjoy the ride and see what he does say under oath, okay? Uh, there is nothing that he can do. He's going to go to jail for some time, and he's, there's, you know, by turning on the Bidens right now, there's no advantage to him. He doesn't get anything by turning on the Bidens, except maybe dead, okay? So you don't want to turn on the Bidens because you – that could happen. I mean, you could go, you know what could happen? You could go paddle boarding up at a at a pond, a four-foot-deep pond at Martha's Vineyard and fall off. That could happen to you. So he's probably not going to turn on the Bidens. Now, he may say, yeah, Joe was on the phone a few times, but it wasn't any big deal. He didn't make any decision or anything. You know, Hunter just called him and asked him about the weather. You know, something like that. I don't, what, what I'm trying to do is manage your expectations. I don't anticipate a gigantic bombshell out of this dude. Now, here was the bombshell this weekend. <laughs> this corrupt attorney general and Department of Justice headed up by Merrick Garland, who is the whipping boy for Joe, they tried over the weekend to arrest Devin Archer and put him in prison. We demand you show up right immediately this weekend. This letter came out Saturday. We demand you show up and start serving your time immediately right now. We want you in jail right now, <laughs> knowing that he was supposed to testify today. We want you in jail now, now. Get down to the office right now. Bring your own handcuffs. Get down, you know, whatever. They were going to lock him up this weekend so he couldn't testify today. This is, this is, this is what you call banana republic stuff right here.
That's exactly what this is. Banana Republic. And they wanted to lock him up. Remember, by the way, there was an, there's another interesting name that was in business with Devin Archer and Hunter Biden, Christopher Hines. They were all in business together. Name ring a bell? Christopher Hines? As in ketchup? Christopher Hines is the son of John Kerry. They were all in all this together. So, I mean, you know, you see all the incestuousness of, of, of every last bit of this. Um, but what you're talking about here is Banana, Banana Republic stuff because they were going to lock him up this weekend so he couldn't testify today. You know, dead men tell no tales. You get locked up around here. We Epstein you, you know. Dead men tell no tales. Call Hillary. She's on the case. Anyway, um, he and Devin and, and Hunter had shared some emails back and forth that they were going to get the last laugh on the MFers. Archer said a judge throughout his c- conviction. They were texting back and forth. And he said, thank blanking God. Thank blanking God. Effing God. First news in way too long, my friend. First good news in way too long, my friend. I am so happy for you. I know it's been a living hell, but put it behind you now and take great steps forward, said Hunter, on Devin Archer getting his case thrown out. I love you, my brother, said Archer. Then he referred to the Department of Justice as MFers, said Archer will have the last laugh. That's what Hunter said. I swear to God, we'll have the last laugh, Hunter said. I know, and I mean it. Can I please come see you now that I'm not a felon? Don't answer that. Just when and where can I get together with you? Hunter then joked he liked Archer better as a felon. I like you better as a felon. You're more fun, you see. Hunter likes being around felons. Makes him feel at home, you see. He won't be the only one there. Just wanted to let you know at the risk of sounding melodramatic how much I love you. You've been a great friend through thick and thin, and I wanted to make sure you know how much I appreciate it, Hunter said to Archer. I know I haven't made it easy being my partner at times, but... More than anyone outside my brother, you have been there for me. And don't worry, I'm not planning on jumping off a bridge or anything. Just thought I should let you know how much your friendship means to me. I love you. And then Archer replies, thank you, my brother. I genuinely appreciate that. And I'm really excited about what's ahead for us and our families and very happy to be doing it with you. So there you go. He's not going to turn against Hunter. He's not going to turn against Joe. There's nothing that's going to come out of this that's going to sink the Biden ship at all. By the way, when the dust-up happened over the weekend and everybody got word of what the Justice Department was attempting to do by locking him up before the testimony, um, then they decided to back down late last night. They decided to issue a note saying, no, we're not going to lock him up. After all, we'll do it at a at a future time. And I, I'm guessing that future time is going to be dependent on what he says today <laughs> in his testimony. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial Smoky hot Monday, y'all. Going to be a very hot week, 100-plus all week long. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. 599-5555. Did some work yesterday. We did some mulch yesterday morning before it got too hot. And we seeded a little little hot grass, you know, that Bermuda stuff that loves the intense heat. Did a little seeding. And uh, did a you know, minor cleanup, stuff like that. And, man, right after that, stripped it all off and jumped in the poo because I was a sweat ball. 
<laughs> made one gigantic sweat ball. That pool felt good yesterday. I imagine it's going to feel good all week this week. Um, okay, so a lot of Joe Biden news. Let's, let's just do this, Jimmy, if we can. Real quick, uh, let's go ahead and turn on the beach cam and see if Joe has moved at all. I thought I may have saw some movement there on the beach. Uh, no, I was wrong. It was not Joe. That, maybe it was a seagull that went by. Right. Joe's sitting there. He's uh, in a chair, got his cap on. He's uh, He's uh, got sunglasses, got the aviators on, but he has not moved in a couple of days, just sitting there. Uh, Jill is laying next to him on a on one of those chase lounges reading a book, but I really haven't seen her move either, so I don't know. I, 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 I have no idea. But uh, Weekend at Bernie's is happening at the Rehoboth Beach this week. They say he is going to stay there all week. I don't know if he's on a hunger strike. I, I, I don't know if he's waiting for, you know, some, some, some cute thing to walk by. I don't know what he's doing, but he's certainly not working. 390 days in two years. <laughs> he's been president two years, and he's taken 390 days off. Lord have mercy. <laughs> How would you like a gig like that? Two years, and you take 390 days off. And he's going to take the whole week this week and sit at that beach. And so far, he hasn't moved. We'll just uh, Jimmy's in charge of the beach cam, and we'll just keep potting up the beach cam every once in a while to see if he moves. Kind of weekend at Bernie's. I mean, I, I guess they could put him in the back seat of the car if they want to run him down to the fish house to get, <laughs> to get some fish sticks. <laughs> oh, by the way. As I've been telling you, he doesn't do anything without getting paid. And I've been telling this whole thing at the border is about Joe getting paid. I'm convinced. Prove me wrong. That somehow, somewhere along the way, these LLCs and Joe and all that is making money off of this border. That's why he's suing Texas to take down the buoys. Because somewhere along the way, Joe's getting a little hoo-ha-ha on the side into his pocket for the fact that we have an open border. If the border is closed up and people are coming into the country legally, which is what's happening now, and safely, by the way, because they're not drowning in the river anymore, then somehow Joe is missing out. And that's why he's suing Texas to take take the buoys down because Joe's missing out. Somewhere it's, hit, somewhere it's hitting one of those bank accounts somewhere. And now... And now he's got a plan to deal with the fentanyl crisis in America. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have seized more than enough uh, fentanyl to kill all Americans, more than 422 million doses since 2021. A record number of Americans, more than 109,000, have died from fentanyl since 2022. Fentanyl, the primary cause. Now, the way this works is China sends the chemicals to the cartels in Mexico. Mexico manufacturers or the cartels manufacture to Mexico, and then they bring it across the border with all these illegals that are coming across, sometimes in dead babies, by the way. Guys working down there, got when, when a lady's walking across with a baby, they got to shake the baby, make sure the baby's alive, because what they'll do, I'm sorry to be so graphic, they'll kill the baby, gut the baby, you know, put a bunch of drugs in the baby, and, and then carry the baby across the, the water, the bridge. <laughs> so anyway, I know it's horrible, but it, this is the reality, what's happening two hours away from you right now. This is reality. 
So Joe says we got to deal with this uh, fentanyl crisis. So what I'm going to do, you know, in 2020, when Donald Trump put those penalties on the Chinese Ministry of Public Security's Institute for Forensic Science, in other words, those uh, sanctions, those Chinese sanctions, when Trump put those sanctions on China, it started to cost China money. Well, so now Joe says, because remember, he's getting money from China. Remember that? He's making money from China. Well, the way I'm going to deal with the fentanyl crisis is I'm going to remove the sanctions on China. I'm sorry, what? You're going to what? Yeah, those sanctions that Trump put on China that is costing China money, the way I'm going to deal with the fentanyl crisis is I'm going to take the sanctions off of China, then China will not send the drugs over to Mexico and the cartels anymore. Well, Joe, it's pretty clear to me anyway. It may not be clear to anybody else. pretty clear to me you want to take the sanctions off because you're making money off of China. You see, because any real world leader will would tell China... If you don't knock it off, we're going to put more sanctions on you. We're going to sanction the hell out of you if you keep sending the drugs to, to the cartels. And then, as Matt Gates said, and as Ron DeSantis said, you destroy the manufacturing plants in Mexico. You drone attack them. Boom, 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 and you knock them out. Now, you're going to play whack-a-mole because they're going to set up another one over there. That's fine. We're going to whack-a-mole again. we got plenty of drones. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. All that stuff we're sending to Ukraine, we're going to start using it down here. But, see, he won't do that because he's in it with them making money off of it. That's that's very clear to me now. The picture has become abundantly clear. He makes money off of illegal aliens coming into this country. He and Hunter got bank accounts somewhere that's getting stuffed full of cash. We know that Hunter made six hundred grand last year because he admitted it off of China. So... Take the sanctions off of China because China's really pissed that the sanctions are on there. So you got to take those off, and that's how we're going to deal with the drug crisis. Instead of putting more sanctions on, instead of calling up Xi and saying, you knock it off or you're done. You cut it out or you're done. Quit. Quit killing my people. And instead, on Joe's watch, we learned this morning on Joe's watch that China has infected all of our systems from water to power to defense systems here with malware that could go off at any time and turn your water off, turn your electricity off, and screw around with our defense systems. On Joe's watch, all that has been installed now, and at any time, China can push the button and turn your water off. How's that make you feel? China could push a button and screw up your military. Your planes think they're flying east when really they're flying north. So that happened on Joe's watch. Try to tell me liberals, try to tell me Democrats, this man is not sold out to China and to Ukraine and to Romania and Russia and all these other places that have sent him money. Try to tell me. Without China and the flu, the Wuhan flu, he wouldn't be the president. So he owes China a ton, not only in terms of all the money that they have done with business with his son and Devin Archer and all that rabble. Not only does he uh, owe them a ton for that, but they owe him his very presidency because the Wuhan flu that came out of China, that's what really got the ball rolling against Donald Trump. 
And here he is taking the sanctions down. Here he is allowing this malware and not responding, by the way. His response to the malware is sitting with his toes in sand watching waves, if he's conscious. We haven't seen him move, so hope he is, but I don't know that he is. Yep. Still still sitting there. He hadn't had moved, Jimmy. Not a move. Oh, finger wiggle? Is the finger wiggled at all? Toe? Toe? Nothing. Okay. All right. We'll keep watching. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi. I'm Shane Routliff with Patriot Trees. And I come Another from Ken 5. He called in and did the pledge. Have you done it yet? Let me give you my uh, voicemail number. 210-654-5155. It's 210-654-5155. 210 210- Six five four five one five five. Call up and leave the Pledge of Allegiance on there and listen for yourself at 5.50 and 6.50 on weekday mornings. That's when we run the Pledge of Allegiance here on KTSA. And thank you very much. As I continue to go through the news stories, feel free to jump in. You can call or text at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. By the way, as far as the heat is concerned, yes, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot all week. It's going to be hot into next week as far as we, you know, as far as we can project the forecast, it's going to be hot. And we're talking about 103, 4, 5, you know, those kind of temperatures in a lot of the area. <clears throat> Don't buy off on what the media is spoon-feeding you, but this is so incredibly hot and we're all going to die and it's going to be terrible and uh, it's finally gotten here and this is it. This is the end of the world. We're in the, what, what did the U.N. Secretary General call it the other day? Climate boiling. We're not in climate change now. We're in climate boiling. Well, okay, if you want to believe their lies, go ahead. You're certainly welcome to believe their lies. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, we and you can go back and you can look and see the, the temperature variances throughout the years. And the 1930s, boy, man, four times hotter than, than right now. It's just a matter of where it is, okay? And I did a lot of research last week on this, and bottom line is California and New York right now are hot, and that's where the media centers are. So, I mean, ah, yeah, it's so hot walking into work. I rode the train. Oh, my God, when the limo picked me up to bring me into the show this morning, it was so hot walking from the door of my condo to the limo, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, The heat moves around, and it depends on when you – start to calculate so it was cooler during the 70s we all remember as kids in the 70s around here we had we had christmases that were kind of cold <laughs> for a change and the heat and the temperatures and stuff move around on the planet and so where it's really hot here now and it's hot on the west coast and the east coast right now up in the middle part of the country it's not uh, devastatingly hot they've had their they've had their turn and but they're they're not right now and so it moves around and it's you know the earth is moving and it's cooling and it's expanding and it's contracting it's doing all those things and so is the sun and you live in a world that is alive and it changes and that's the bottom line to all this but if they're going to take your money they have to scare you to death if they're going to make you live under their thumb they have to scare you to death and that's exactly what they're doing they're trying to scare people to death. And they've got the media on their side. The media will not tell you the truth. The media has gone along with this. And a lot of the kids, like a Greta Thunberg and people like that, they've been brainwashed into this because that's all they hear at school. They hear all this this, this uh, trans crap is, is real, which it's not. You're a boy. You're a girl. 
boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Those are the choices, and God assigns you whatever you are at the moment of conception. Uh, so they, but they hear in school, they're taught in school. Well, you know, that's a, you get, you could change, you could do whatever you want, you could be whatever you want. You could be a six foot nine black basketball player, although you're five foot four and as white as I am. It's a load of crap. So, and they're teaching kids that this climate hoax is a reality. And see how hot it was this summer. Just wait, just wait for a month when they get into school a month from now. And the teachers have already got the charts ready. It was so hot this summer because of climate change. And that's what we were going through because, of, yes, the climate, the climate changes. You got that right. It sure does. That's what the climate do. <laughs> the climate changes. Doesn't mean you did it. Doesn't mean your daddy's car did it. Doesn't mean the airplane that you rode to Disney World in did it. Nope. That's what the climate do. But if they're going to control you and control your money, which is what they're after, ultimately is after your money, then they got to lie to you about how this is the worst we've ever seen in the history of the world. It is not. Do a little research, look it up, and you'll see it's not the worst that we've seen in the history of the world. Not even close. Yes, it's uncomfortable. The radio station right now, the heat, uh, the AC is dead. We don't know what happened. So it's, it, it's uncomfortable. But it's certainly not because somebody drove a truck to go to work today. That didn't cause it. Nope. Now, starting today in New York... Utensils, condiment packets, napkins, extra containers. You can't get that stuff. If you order a burger and fries to go, they're not going to throw the packets of ketchup down in there. Now, if you turn around and go back and you ask specifically for the ketchup, they may give you a packet of ketchup, maybe. You will not automatically get the utensils to eat your food with. You have to go back and you have to ask for it. New York has outlawed outlawed the automatic giving of pack, packets of condiments, ketchup, mustard, and the automatic giving of utensils. You have to go back and ask for that stuff specifically. It's a new law in New York called Skip the Stuff. Goes into effect today in New York. Why? Well, because... Your packet of ketchup is causing the environment to go sour, causing all this heat. That, you know, plastic fork that you're going to use to eat your baked potato for lunch today, that's causing global warming and people are dying. And so we can't have those handed out like that anymore. We have to stop all that. See, this is, the, this is, this is how uh, absurd all of this gets, right? Uh, over the weekend, the Biden administration was out on Friday with more rules concerning automobiles and what they're doing, the, the gas-powered and diesel-powered automobiles. They issued more regulations on Friday afternoon, which they always do headed in the weekend, so nobody gets a chance to raise hell about you know yet more regulations. We are way over-regulated now, and even more regulations are coming every day and every week from this criminal organization. And again, I tell you, if Joe Biden is doing it, he's making money off of it. So somewhere down the line, I'm convinced 
that Joe Biden is getting a cut of the electric vehicle market. What he's doing is raising the prices of gas-powered and diesel-powered vehicles because electric vehicles cannot compete with them. Ford announced yesterday the first quarter they lost $5 billion on electric vehicles, the first quarter. $5 billion Ford did on electric vehicles. They're making them. Nobody's buying them. You got a $120,000 electric pickup. When you can buy a gas-powered pickup for about between 35 and 50. Do you think they're going to be asking for a bailout later down the road? Of course they will. They're getting one now because they're getting these these abatements. If people will buy, then they get a they get a tax abatement already. Yes, sir. Of course they will. Absolutely. It's a great point. But what they're doing now with these new regulations on gas and diesel-powered vehicles, they want to raise the price of your Corolla to about hundred grand. So you compare the Corolla to an EV, and you go, well, I'm going to go ahead and buy the EV because they're comparably priced. That's what they're doing to you, America, in every shape, form, or fashion. And again, I say, I guarantee you somewhere along the way, Joe's getting a stroke. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, if you're thinking about dental implants. It's 6.05. It's Monday. How you like coming in here to do the news? Hey, it's first time in 10 years you guys have let me come in the studio to, to hang out with. We usually bar the door. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's only because I had a fire in the newsroom. Right. You know, I yeah. should have done it years ago. Right. So, you should have had a fire in there play, years Play ago. with matches. That's what happens. <laughs> well, I was making s'mores. Did you? And uh, things got out of hand. Did you so. call the fire department? Yeah, he wasn't department. He wasn't happy to hear from me. No. <laughs> the fire department <laughs> screamed at him. Yeah. said, what are you doing calling me? I'm on vacation. I'm in West Texas, by God. What are Oops. you doing? Yeah, yeah see all that the time zone. Yeah. I didn't get the memo. You so. didn't get the memo. No. I don't no, think you, there was a memo. You so. didn't get the memo because you wore clothes to work today. Yeah. Otherwise, What's you would have come in naked. Yeah. If, if you would have got the memo, you'd be naked. There's right still now. time. Well, yep, you, know, you don't have to join the rest of you. There's no rules. <laughs> Not today. We naked yeah. today. We doing a show naked. No, yeah. no, 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 no. There are rules. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what, Elaine? You're kind of a buzzkill. She really is. Yeah. I mean, he works yeah. out. God. It's not like he's flat. Yeah, flabby. he's got no. plenty of tight no. tone. You know, have you seen his boy's abs? No. Do you want to? Ne- neither has he for a while. <laughs> yeah. Do you want yeah. George has been looking for him for 20 years. Yeah. Like, where are those? Right. I know they're in there yeah. somewhere. They were there in 88. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> they're still there. They're still there. I just, you know, I'm keeping them undercover. They're just a chicken you know. fried steak on top. Saving them, <laughs> saving them for a rainy day. And since it, let me tell you something. Nancy made chicken fried steak yesterday. How'd that go? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to marry her one of these days. You should. Yeah, I think so. Should. Put a ring on it. I'm going to yeah. make that Yeah, I'm going to make that girl illegal. I'll tell you, right. man, one of these days. It's All right, be y'all real. keep talking. i got to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go for me. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, y'all guys, go ahead. Man. I'll get into well, the I'm news. Wait till, I'm not going in there with him. <laughs> he's, got a, he's, got, he's kind of He's a little handsy. Yes, you know he what is. I'm right. Well, yeah, I do know what well, you're you saying. I don't need any of that. He comes in here every once in a while. I'll hide behind you. How are you feeling? You were out last week. You doing okay? I'm doing good. Good. Well, you look good. Thank you. She yeah. always looks good. <laughs> well, that's a fact. Did you bring enough gum for the entire class? I did. Oh, yeah, I good. Did. Okay. I got yeah. my coffee candle on. Uh, 
We did miss that last week. We missed the coffee smell. I I knew she was here. I knew she was back because the the building just smelled better. Yeah. The minute she walked in the room. Exactly right. She brings some class to this place. I mean, before she lit the candles and, you know, went nuts with the Lysol, uh, everything smelled a lot better. Did you notice, though, I turned off the unnecessary lighting around here to just keep it this. Yeah, as we low no as air. we can. Right. These, these lights, we have no air in the building, so these lights here, these the spotlights we use for television, will make you sweat, yeah, man, in hot. places mm-hmm. that you didn't know you could sweat from. Yeah, That's what the candle's warm. for and the Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> I did an extra stroke or two with the air this morning. Don't you worry about anything, man. Yeah. I, see, did. I, I didn't know the uh, the AC wasn't working. Either. Yeah, see, that's my point. So, is that you wore yeah. blue jeans and yeah. you know, and we're I, all in shorts and nothing. Yeah, I come walking in and it's like, what the heck? My buddy Lane was making <laughs> pop tarts in the microwave no AC again. We have no AC and you have no board to do. Yeah, I've got news. no microphone. Yeah. I have Our to come sports in here. guys are in California. Sports guys <laughs> are in California. Yeah, here I, we are. I actually remember when Brad Messer was here. Yep. Uh, Brad never wore a shirt while he was on the air. Yeah. He'd mm-hmm. walk in the studio and the first thing he'd do is take his shirt off yep. and he'd be there. And I'm. Uh, this is probably going to be me today. I'll probably revisit the <laughs> old Brad Messer days. So, and I have—I used to think my legs were light white, but look at yours. No, <laughs> hey, they never—they. Yeah, you got like, first of all, <laughs> when they see the sun, they're underwater. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I think that's the same thing Michael Jackson had—that vitiligo stuff. That's you got right. it going on yes, there. Yes, sir, I right? do. I got patchy. I, I got white. Right. I got white chicken legs. Yeah. Actually, they're not too bad. They used to be chicken legs. No. And people used to laugh at them, but they're not too bad. No, you're doing all right. I used to do 1,300 pounds with these on a weight machine at really? football. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 1,300 pounds. Well, good for you. That's impressive. Back in the day. Well, couldn't could you, do that now. No, you couldn't do it now? No. Shoot, no. We can go try it later if you want. I want no to see thanks. this. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. But I did get in the pool yesterday. We did a lot of work. We were uh, mulching and this, that, and the other. You know, Sunday-type stuff, yeah, right? right. And I was just a sweat yeah. ball in the backyard. So everything off, dove into water, man. Yeah. 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 I have to do on a day like that. It's so crazy. today, same thing. Yeah. When I leave here, I'm going to be a sweat ball. I'll be hitting. Go to the pool. Yeah. Straight That's up. It. Oh, look, Jimmy's back. My turn. Okay. <laughs> Tag. Can, can, can he borrow your Lysol? Okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you what's going on today in the world of news. Okay. Because we got the beach cam on. And Joe has already uh, spent 390 days on vacation. 390 days. And how long has he been in office? Two, two, two and a half years? 390 days Joe has been on vacation, and he's back on the beach at Rehoboth. So um, if we can just turn on the cam real quick, Jimmy, I want to see if he's – because he hasn't moved. He's been sitting there with a cap on. He's under an umbrella. Jill is laying there next to him, supposedly reading a book. This is so weekend at Barney's because he hadn't even moved. He's just sitting there slumped over. <laughs> is, is he reading something? It, it kind of looks like he, well, he's looking he's, down. It looks like he's holding, yeah, he's holding something. Yeah. Oh, Jill turned the page. Oh, she did? Okay. Like I okay. told you before, a seven-year-old needs to walk by. Yeah. That'll perk him up. <laughs> Who wants ice cream? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You get a kid to walk by, he'll start <laughs> sniffing. Okay, we'll, we'll continue to check the uh, Rehoboth Beach Cam to see if Joe actually does move or, or if we're looking at weekend and Bernie's here. But he's taking uh, this week, and he'll be on the beach all week, they tell us. Well, it'd be fine with me if he's just on a beach permanently, huh? And the big story today is Devin Archer, who is a Biden, okay? Let me just put it that way. Devin Archer is a Biden. He is in this with the Bidens, has been in it with the Bidens forever. And so for all these headlines that say he's going to spill the beans, no, he's not. 
<laughs> he's not. He's not spilling any beans. He's not going to give the Bidens up. He's going to jail eventually. The DOJ, this was great. The DOJ this weekend tried to jail him. He faces his sentencing and his jail time whenever, down the road, right? But today, he's supposed to be under oath speaking in front of Congress. I say supposed to be because he was supposed to do it three other times, and at the last minute, those three other times, he said, I'm not coming, I'm not coming, I'm not coming. So today, he's supposed to testify in front of Congress. I'll believe it when he's sitting there. He might do it, but I'll believe it when he's sitting there. He's not going to give up the Bidens because there's no advantage to him. He's, he's going to jail anyway. He got a sweetheart of a deal because he is a Biden, so, you know, no big deal. He's going to get out before you know it. But if he turns on them, you know, <laughs> they could put him in the Epstein cell. You never know. So he's not going to turn on them. And he's not going to give up a whole bunch. It's not going to be like, oh, yeah, Joe was in the middle of all this and all. And this is what we were doing. It's not going to happen. If you're expecting that because that's what the media is telling you to expect, do not. In fact, I, I've got this uh, this whole text back and forth between Hunter and Devin Archer talking about how we're going to have the last laugh, you MFers. Love you, brother. Thank effing God. First good news. Wait too long, my friend. I'm so happy for you. I know it's been a living hell, but put it behind you now and take great steps forward, says H to Devin and blah, blah, blah. These guys, are they're blood brothers, man. They're in it. They're in it together. So if you're thinking he's going to go in there and he's going to turn states against the Bidens, he's not. The media is telling you that. Fox News is telling you that. Fox News is not telling you the truth. That's not what's going to happen. If he shows up at all, he's he, yeah, Joe was on a few calls, but we didn't discuss any business when Joe was on the calls. Joe had nothing to do with what we were doing. We were doing this, and we were doing that, and it was all legitimate, blah, 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 blah. The interesting part of this story, and the only reason to mention it as far as I'm concerned, is what happened on Saturday when Devin's attorney got a note from the corrupt Banana Republic that said, turn yourself in now. You, you, you start to, we want you to serve your prison term beginning immediately before this morning. And then all hell broke loose over the weekend, and late last night they said, okay, okay, we're, we're not going to jail you now. We won't jail you now. Depending on what you say, Monday... <laughs> Depending on how Monday goes, you better not make us too mad. This is total banana republic. It's total fascism. It's total, you know, third right, you know, the, the whole Gestapo Nazi crap. This is what they're pulling. This is the game that they're playing. And they are, you know what, they're for real. This is the deep state that I talk about. When I talk about how November of 63, there's an under-the-water crowd that took over our government, and they run the government. That's what I'm talking about. That's how they roll. It's not the people we elect. It's the people under the waterline that are running the show, and they play strong arms just like this. Devin can't. We don't want him testifying, so what do we do? Well, we lock him up. We throw him in jail. You, time for you to go to jail. Serve your prison sentence now. And they backed off because the public pressure got way too hot yesterday. We'll see what happens. We'll see if they arrest him before 8 o'clock this morning. I don't know. We'll see. All right, quick break. 210-599-5555. Lifestyles Unlimited. Financial Freedom. Livestream.com is where you go to learn how to invest in real estate. When you learn how to invest in real estate, you can begin your path to financial prosperity. 
We're talking about passive streams of income that can be yours in perpetuity from, uh, from investing in real estate. But you've got to know how to do it. And the place that you learn how to do it is from our friends at FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. What you do is you can sit there in the comfort of your own home and watch the course online. Or you can go in person and they'll teach you. And then they just don't leave you once you – it's not like a CD or a DVD where you learn and then it's one and done. No, no, no. These people stay with you and they continue to – show you the best ways to invest in properties. They show you properties that are available. They'll show you how to fix those properties up so that then you can sell them and make yourself some money off of them. They make the connections to the finance companies. They make the connections to the workers to do the work. I mean, these people are really, really good at what they do. And this is a great way to get your financial independence. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code is WHERE. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code WHERE, W-A-R-E. Very hot week, 100 plus. Right now, 79 at KTSA. Good morning. 620 now, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 107.1, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. So, let's talk about Senator Rand Paul. He was in the news over the weekend. Uh, he is uh, he's pushing an official criminal referral now on Dr. Anthony Fauci. It's about time. Uh, there are any number of occasions that Fauci showed up and was it uh, uh, testifying under oath before the Senate, uh, in fact, testifying to, you know, Rand Paul's face. And any number of times, you know, he was a liar. He was clearly lying about what was going on and about the Wuhan lab and about what they knew about the Wuhan lab and particularly about gain of function which is where, as you well know, at this point, you know, prior to 2020, did any of us know what gain-of-function was? Had we even thought about gain-of-function prior to 2020? Any of us? Of course not. But uh, in 2020, we became very familiar with the term gain-of-function. And there were any number of times that Anthony Fauci appeared before Congress and before Rand Paul's committee, and he would say, we weren't doing that, we, were, we weren't doing any gain-of-function, blah, blah, blah. And Rand Paul would call him on it and have the facts on it. And Anthony Fauci would sit there and bald-faced lie to Rand Paul about gain of function. Of course, gain of function is taking something that exists, a, a disease that exists in animals, and making that leap to make it exist in humans. That's gain of function. <clears throat> a human has to do that. It does not occur naturally. So this bat flu, okay, that existed in bats for how many thousands of years, right, that we now call COVID, they got to screwing around with in the lab in Wuhan, and I happen to believe they did it to mess with Donald Trump's presidency and that it was unleashed on planet Earth to do exactly what it did, shut this country, shut the – I mean, you, you think back about what these evil sons of guns did to us when they locked us down. They allowed our old parents to die in old folks' homes without us being there. Do you remember the pictures of families outside of old folks' homes and old people inside of old folks' homes, and they're dying in there, and they're waving at them through the glass? Remember that? Do you remember how somebody would pass away in the hospital and you couldn't go see the last few minutes of your loved one? Do you remember how they wouldn't let you go anywhere without your face completely covered up with a mask that didn't do any good? And they now, now they, 
the people who made us wear those stupid masks, now they admit those things didn't do any good. They admit it. That they made people take a shot or be fired. You take the shot or you're fired. And now they admit the shot didn't work. The shot didn't do any good. I know people right now that are suffering with COVID, that have COVID, and they shot up all over the place. They're like a pin cushion. And they got COVID right now to this day. And yet these people made us go through that. They canceled weddings. They canceled church services. Strippers could still work. Guy could still sell tequila. But you couldn't go to church. They were fascists. They were authoritarian. They were Nazi-ish. They were acting like Nazis. They were controlling every aspect of your life and telling you it's for your own good. It's for the betterment of our country. We've got to keep mankind alive. And it was all a lie. Every last bit of it was a lie. All of it. And we now know that because hindsight's twenty twenty. We're looking back and we're going, it's all a lie. All of it was a lie. And so was Anthony Fauci. And when you saw when you saw that Fauci wouldn't wear a mask, and you heard the stories that Fauci would say something from that podium and then laugh, go behind the scenes and laugh. <laughs> Got these people doing whatever I want them to do, he would say in the White House. <laughs> and you saw that he was selling shirts and he was selling bobbleheads and he was selling pictures with his face, autographed pictures with his face on it. The SOB was making money off of it. He was making money. You know it was a fake deal. You know everything they were telling you was fake. Was the disease real? Of course. But their prescription for it was all a lie, like they're trying to do with climate change right now. You caused the sun to get hot, and because you caused the sun to get hot, we need to take your car away from you and lock you up in a hot house. No and no. You can go to hell. Not going to do it. I'm not playing their game anymore. Just letting you know, I'm not playing your game anymore, government. Not doing it, baby. You can go to hell. You and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> and uh, and Fauci, hopefully, hopefully, this criminal referral from Rand Paul will lock Fauci up because he deserves to be in prison. The cell next to Hillary and the cell next to Joe Biden right across the, the cell block from Hunter Biden. Hey, John, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, keep the fight up. Uh, referring back to the lockdown, my insurance agent told me she had to have papers in New Braunfels to drive around during that lockdown. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. That's ridiculous. I didn't know that. I, I, that she had to carry papers? Right. The cities were starting to institute uh, regulations. during. They got real God, You know what? I'm kind of remembering something like that because – the station gave me uh, some I, – I wonder if I still have that. The station gave me a piece of paper so that I could drive into work. What the heck was that, Elaine? I don't remember. It's, i gotta, I got to see if I can find that. But, yeah, there was some sort of piece of paper that the boss sent me that said, you know, if you're stopped, you can show this piece of paper 
Do you remember that? Did you get one of those? I remember that now. I'd forgotten that piece of paper, and if you're stopped, you could show this piece of paper that shows what permission. It was a permission slip to be out. I had forgotten that. Cause, yeah, because we were in the media. That's right. It was a permission slip because we were in the media. Thank you, John, for that rem- reminder. So all of that, for all of that, the people like like Anthony Fauci and the others need to be in jail because of what they did. Their crimes, their crimes against humanity, which is exactly what that was. All of it was crimes against humanity. Mark, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, sir. He's absolutely right. Yeah. I came across those two pieces of paper the other day. Yeah. And I looked at it. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, ah, man, this is a joke. I threw it away. I'm yeah. Like, ah. we no, don't that. throw it away. Send it to me. We made copies and put in, we had put them in the glove compartment yes, of our vehicle. I remember. It's kind of like you had to. It was, it, they told me it was like your insurance card. Carry it with you wherever right. you go so that you can show it if you're out. If you get stopped. If you get stopped, you, you, you can Correct. Pres- is that right? That's right. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they said. Keep this with you. You get stopped. Uh, ask why you're out and about. I had forgotten. Thank you, Mark. I, I had forgotten all about that. So let me see your papers. Produce your papers, says the SS officer down at the corner. Colonel Clink would love to meet with you. Schultz knows nothing. Schultz being played, of course, by Joe Biden. FM 78 Auto Center, what a great group of folks. I got a vehicle that's going to be going into FM 78 Auto Center tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Got to have some work done on baby girl's car. So it's going to go in there. And that's the folks that I trust, FM 78 Auto Center. I think I told you the story last week that we were searching for a car for baby girl. And I took it over to FM 78 Auto Center to have them go through it. Front to rear, top to bottom. I want it safe. I want it reliable. And that's exactly what they did. They went through every square inch of this car, and they said it's good. It's safe. It's reliable. There's one little thing we need to fix. And that one little thing they're going to fix tomorrow. So, 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 so happy to know my friends at FM78 Auto Center. Everything from oil changes to putting in a whole new engine, AC work, trip checks, window tinting. They're going to tint the windows on the car tomorrow, too. All that stuff they'll do for you in a great, friendly way, charging you a wonderful price. And by the way, all the parts guaranteed for two years or 24,000 miles. They are outstanding mechanics ready to work on whatever it is you drive. I trust them, and I know you can too. That's FM 78 Auto Center in Converse across from the Walmart. How many of you remember the Buttercrust Bakery? Get it. All right. 636 now at KTSA. Let me just go through a couple of texts here. And if you want to call in, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. No sense in going through the one text here from this one person. <laughs> oh, it's going to All I can tell him is it's going to get real interesting for you, partner. Real interesting for you. Enjoy yourself. Good morning, Trey. The COVID uh, scamdemic was nothing more than a test worldwide to see how many sheep there is in the world. You right. Fauci is responsible for millions of deaths worldwide. You right. To me, what he unleashed on the world is one of the most prolific crimes against humanity ever perpetrated. You right. 
He's part of the swamp, so nothing will happen to him. And that's from Steve. You're right. But we'll see. Maybe something will happen to him. Rand Paul may, may get something with this criminal referral. I don't know. I'm not making any bets on any of these people. And let's see here. I kept my papers in the glove box, carried the Constitution. It's a pocket-sized one. You know, Rodney, I don't ever go anywhere without my pocket Constitution. In fact, I have several because I, I hand them out. So if you bump into me on the street and you want one, just ask me. I'll hand it to you. It's the most important piece of paper you can carry. And this one, Congressman Rand Paul is my second favorite Congress member. God be with him on justice and criminal and others, uh, COVID inhumanity. We the people should uh, sanction all his assets, uh, talking about uh, Fauci's assets. And by the way, Archer testifying is an optic from Biden or Bryden to say they are doing something. He's to be scapegoated, Epstein, something like that. I don't know about all that, but I will say that yes, this that if you're if you're buying the Fox line that he's going to spill the beans on the uh, you, please wake up, wake up. He's not going to spill the beans on anybody. David, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to uh, uh, add on to that uh, conversation about the uh, document. That my company here in San Antonio, the company I work for at that time, I retired last uh, last year. Uh, it was HEB, and the document was for us to put a uh, a uh, piece of paper that would say that you're a first responder and you're going to work at this at this place. So it was a document that you would just put it in the, in the on the dash yeah. in case you get stopped and all of that. That's right. The thing I didn't mind. I, okay, so I put that document there, and it kind of PO'd me a little bit because you know why would I need to do that to go to work? And why would I be considered a first responder? All I'm doing, I'm, I'm a maintenance technician at, at the plant, at, at one of uh, the plants that they have over at, off of Ritterman. So the other one that got me was the fact that they put a so-called CMA or a, a, a medical assistant to check your temperature. So I'm going to give you a scenario. If you came in on the second shift and the sun was hot, and well, you weren't wearing a ball cap, yeah, yeah. and you walk in, and yeah. they measure your temperature, yeah. it was going to be high. So you had to sit there and wait till your temperature went down, and then they would let you in. So you could you could li- literally be late for work just because of that. Uh, it was pathetic. And it happened to me twice. Yeah. And I said, you know, I always argue with that person, and I always argue with the, with the company about that. You know, all of this, and, and I brought in the fact that my wife's uh, as, a, as a nurse practitioner, and I told him, you know what? My wife says that wearing those stupid masks is worse. Ah, uh, Mr. David, you, 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 you're selling out. No, I got to just to your story, and I don't know about the first responder part. I do know essential employee, which is what we were in the media. You're an essential employee, and that's what the list, that's what the paper that they gave us said. You're an essential employee because you're in the media, which means you have to go, you have to be able to, to drive around and go to work and blah, blah, blah. Just a bunch of horse crap, though, because – Making you carry a piece of paper in the United States to move freely about the United States is not the United States. That's Nazi freaking Germany. That's the Soviet Union, and that's what they were testing. It was a test run to see if we're going to buy off on it, and way too many people did buy off on it. Trey, I continue to pray God protects you for your God-fearing duties. God bless you, brother. Well, I appreciate that uh, very, very much. I, I thank you for that because we do get some 
we do get some threats and some things that happen, and it gets pretty dicey every once in a while. So I, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. And other people need your prayers as well. So spread that spread that prayer love around. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I I remember during that time I was in and out having some surgeries done. I had to have. I don't know. I think I had three various procedures done during COVID. And the first thing that really blew about that was my wife could not come back and be in the room with me as they were prepping me for my surgeries. So you talk about a lonely feeling. You know, your wife of 40 years, you you couldn't see her when you're going in to have surgery. One of the surgeries is when the governor had stopped all uh elective surgeries and this wasn't elective this had to be done but i was there i was poked i was had to cap on they were about to wheel me across the hall to do the procedure on me and the anesthesiologist came in and she said the the governor just shut down all elective uh, surgeries so i said this is not elective you know if i don't have this done i may not make it tomorrow that's how serious this was and i told her that so they went ahead and did the the procedure on me but they affected everything. I mean, uh, two two of those procedures, my wife had to to wait in the car mm-hmm. to, to for me to come down my, out of it. I had proce- surgery, surgical procedures. My done. dad had a stroke and he was in ICU and we couldn't see him. You could not see. Now that's he criminal. Away that is damn criminal. By himself. And that's why I'm mad at Fauci. I'm mad at that whole rabble who did that, and they need to be locked up. That is that all that stuff right there is crimes against humanity. How many old folks, and I, I had it happen to friends of mine, whose parents died in old folks' homes, and they couldn't go be with them in the final days. And they didn't have COVID. They were dying of stuff. And see, that's the other thing that we found out. 90% of the COVID deaths were not COVID deaths. People died with COVID, but not from COVID. And now they're having to back all that down and say, yeah, no, uh-uh. They died with COVID, but COVID is not what took them out. And they're having to go back now and fix all of that. And in the hospital, um, we, my brother heard something that if you had COVID, yeah. you had to be cremated. And when my dad passed away, we had to make sure that they knew that he did not have COVID. He had a stroke. And so they wouldn't cremate him. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. And and because they were the hospitals, they were making tons of money on COVID deaths, not a stroke death. So they make a bunch more if it's COVID death rather than a, than, than a stroke death. I mean, the whole thing was just, it, it was a setup. We were lied to. Uh, we were taken, you know, we were sold a bill of goods on all this. And so I hope that Rand Paul does get him. And somebody, somebody needs to make these people pay, ultimately, for the crimes that they committed against humanity. All right, River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havacorn. What a great doctor. What a great organization River City Oral Surgery is. If you need oral surgery for anything, anything at all, this is, this is the group to go to. River City Oral Surgery takes care of everything from start to finish. River City Oral Surgery, their prices are right there on the website, too. You can see everything that they'll do there. And then they'll see what you'll see there what they're going to charge you. A lot of times when you go see a doctor... You pay your copay and then you go home and you wait and you wait and you, and sometimes it's weeks later until the insurance company sends you a bill. You have no idea what to prepare for. You don't know what you're supposed to pay before the insurance company sends you the bill. And you are one medical procedure away from being wiped out. And so our friends over at River City Oral Surgery, they don't play that way. Every procedure is listed and the prices are listed too. So you know exactly what you're going to pay before you even book your appointment. 
Check them out. They're the best for extractions or implants. Turn to River City Oral Surgery, rivercityoms.com. For over 40 years, Joe Gomez has won verdicts. Monday, KTSA. Carl Eggers is here, creatingrichalives.com. What's going on in the world of finance these days, Carl? High interest rates, huh? Yeah, Fed raised interest rates. Um, again, it's the highest rate in 22 years. So as we've talked about, I mean, if you're sitting there in your bank account saying they should pay me more, go look around. Interest rates for very short-term safe instruments are over 5% now, 5.25% to keep your money safe. And so at some point, you know, that starts competing with what people think they can earn in the stock market. Um, but we're sitting here almost back to where – uh, the all-time highs are on the stock market. And this is, again, this is despite the Fed raising rates. And I think, you know, the two things that we keep seeing is everybody's waiting for when, when are the jobs going to roll over? When are people going to start being kicked out of work, essentially? And that's what the Fed is, has told us they need to do to bring inflation down. And yet it's not budging. We have a red hot jobs market still for the people that want to work still have jobs and they're going to keep spending money. And so what you're seeing right now is, you know, these companies continuing to report earnings that are, that are pretty darn good and the markets continuing to respond. So, you know, is the fed going to just keep, <laughs> keep their foot on the brake and keep raising rates until they finally, finally, uh, you know, slow things down. It, it appears so. And so, you know, again, that's why we, this is why we diversify because I was not this bullish coming into 2023 and yet the stock market's had a pretty darn good year, and I'm happy about it because I'm making money in stocks, but um, certainly still got to be diversified. And there's plenty of plenty of things to invest in that aren't in stocks still and aren't interest, which uh, is something we haven't seen in, you know, 10 years. Historically, how's the stock market doing in an election year? Well, it depends. I think, you know, if you kind of average these things out, I mean, typically when you have an incumbent coming back, um, it tends to do well. You know, I think it's circumstantial, though. It really depends on what the backdrop is. I mean, we have a, a market that's at a high. We have a lot of valuations that are very elevated. And so I, I don't suspect that we'll have the same typical type of election cycle in terms of the stock market um, that we haven't have had in the past just because there's too many other things going on and the market's already had its, had its run. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's very surprising to see how aggressive the Federal Reserve has been, and yet the market's ignored it. Typically, you see – Stocks really struggle when the Fed's in a tightening cycle. I mean, we saw that all of 2022, and the markets almost reversed everything that happened in 2022, and here we are back up. Now, I will say this, Trey, if you go back and look at your stocks for the last, you know, 18 months, you're pretty flat, right? You had a bad 2022 and a decent 2023. So are we really making ground or are we just bouncing temporarily? That's really the critical Well, question. I do know personally of some people that made some moves on, uh, I guess it was Friday or Thursday, where they took some and they became a little more liquid, took some cash, became a little more liquid because, as you said, some of the savings rates now on like one-year CDs and on yeah. some savings accounts are now competitive enough where they felt like they could move some cash in there, they could have that liquidity, uh, instead of having it tied up in a market, and you know the rates are competitive. Well, and that's what you have to ask yourself: is you have to look and say, with the money I've made this year, going forward for the next year, do I expect to make more than what you know these short-term CD rates are paying? That are again five, five and a quarter, some yeah. five and a half, yeah. maybe even six percent in some cases. Do you know you can get savings accounts know. rates that are up to that high too, that are competitive well, with the, with the one-year CDs? There's some banks that are paying over five point one. 
well, think about what happened last year with the banks. They're in some of them are in, in, in trouble. They need those deposits back. It's pretty rare for banks to be able to compete with U.S. Treasuries, and so you're still seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of people move money out of banks into brokerage accounts that, that where they can buy just treasury bonds yeah. um, because these banks are still not paying quite enough, but the ones that are are trying to get those deposits back because of all the, the issues they had sure. in, in 2022. And, and look, there's, there's some real struggle going on in commercial real estate right now. I think that's the next shoe to drop is you have a lot of loans that are going to be coming due over the next year, two years. They're going to have to refinance at much higher rates and that really makes the the commercial real estate market a little tougher. Well, that's you know that that's worth an entire show in and of itself because yes. the commercial real estate market is going to completely change going forward because how we shop and where we do business is completely changing before our very eyes. Absolutely. We're in the middle of it, Carl, and that's yep. you know you retail is changing so much. Competitive retail delivery. I went to HEB yesterday. They got a bunch of those red vans lined up that are delivery vans for HEB. GB. We we talked last week about how Whataburger is opening up its very first digital store where there won't be any inside eating at a Whataburger. You just drive up and grab the food. Nobody in there. Yeah. The computer made it. AI made it. AI put it in the box. You drive off. Uh, all that commercial real estate that people invested in is going to be sitting empty, and they're going to have to find ways to, and, and stuff to do with that commercial real estate. And a lot of banks are going to get hurt, I think, because they're going to end up with a lot of commercial real estate they can't do anything with. i got to jump and run, Carl. Thank you. That Again, that's a that's a whole other show we could spend a long time talking about. But Warren Ryman is coming up next. I, I got a little bit of a sad story that I want to share with you this morning that affected me personally over the weekend. I want to tell you about that. We do want to talk about the news that broke overnight and what China has done here in the United States, and it's a very dangerous situation that we're in with china and of course how joe biden is trying to deal with the fentanyl situation ha 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 he's not trying to deal with squat in fact jimmy can we turn the beach cam on real quick and let me just take a look and see if he's moved at all nope joe hasn't moved it's weekend at bernie's joe's sitting on the beach right now says he's going to be there all week long and we'll continue to update you. We'll continue to turn on the beach cam during Ware and Rima as well. Coming up next, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. The local family auto repair.